Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad. We're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Uh, what's going on, Chris, is that I have fallen in love. Oh, so have I. I just had a Wagyu beef burger. You just amazing. had a Wagyu beef burger. So Kuroge we- Wagyu. Oh, yeah. So when we are in the um, uh, England and the London, I'm really, you can't see this on the um, audio version of the podcast, but I've got a, um, a, a, a silly gaming chair I bought that cost me like a ridiculous amount of money. And then when I built this little studio in my cabin, mm. um, I had to use glue to stick a lot of the um, insulation, the sound insulation on the wall. Um, and so a lot of glue got on my chair. And so now I've got this kind of white <laughs> spattering over the back of my chair. Oh. And it's very unbecoming, um, with the business end of that word uh, being very apparent in my sentence. Um, it's, 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 it's not nice. Uh, so I'd like to apologise to anyone who's watching on, on the video version of this podcast. Uh, it's, it's glue. It's just glue. Um, anyway, uh, you're in love. You've had a <laughs> Wagyu beef burger. In, like, um, the, uh, the, the frozen aisles of um, the supermarket Iceland in the UK, mm. um, the they're always selling what they call Wagyu burgers. They're always talking about the Wagyu beef, the Wagyu steak that they use for their Wagyu-flavoured burgers. But in reality, it's it's just like a fatty burger that they've put together. It doesn't taste like Wagyu. It's clearly not Wagyu. And I don't know how they get away with um, saying that it's Wagyu so far away from the places where you can actually get you know the proper stuff. Uh, I don't understand how they can do that, Chris. I hate them. I hate, I've actually I hate just them. started, uh, just finished scripting a segment of a video about that because it's pissed me off. I, mm. I just hate like the word Wagyu's become so liberally used on shitty meat and uh, yeah. yeah, Iceland burgers and all burgers in the UK that use Wagyu. Mm. It's not really Wagyu, right? It's no, a bastardized, it would be a hundred million pounds. Because, like, you buy, like, a bit of it. You can buy A5 Wagyu steaks in the UK, but it is, like, for a, for a piece about the size of, like, your mouth, it's about 70 quid. Buy it frozen, and then it comes, and then you cook it, and it's delicious. But it, it, So it's proper A5 Wagyu steak, but um, it's just so expensive. So that one burger would be, like, 300 quid to make a Wagyu steak burger in, in the UK. I mean, it's not Wagyu steak per se. What I had today, it wasn't a steak. It was like minced up Wagyu, right? Mm. And it cost about 1,000 yen for the burger, uh, the patty. Well, the whole burger. 
which is a little bit pricey. It's it's mm. more expensive than the Shake Shack burger, and Shake Shack are, of course, the one you have to sell your children and your house for. It's so expensive, <laughs> but it felt like it was worth it. It was a really good burger. I can't stop thinking about it. I only ate it an hour ago, and I just mm. can't stop thinking about it. It was <laughs> so juicy, so buttery, peppery. Oh, God, here he cheese, goes. He's off, he's off on one. Oh, but like, yeah, I just, I hate this Wagyu nonsense that's not really Wagyu. Right. If you eat Wagyu outside Japan, 999 times out of 1,000, it's some bastardized shite. It's like a, they claim to have discovered the strain of Wagyu, the strain that makes strain. Japanese black cattle. Like COVID. Because uh. Japanese black cattle, it's kind of like half nature, half uh, nurture. It was right. a strain of uh, cows, the black cattle, that had a lot of intramuscular fat which is obviously the sought-after, mm. buttery, delicious fat. I'm a Wagyu man. If, if that's the case, I'm a, wag, I'm a big Wagyu man. <laughs> He's got all the intramuscular fat. But, yeah. like, it's nice fat. It's good fat. You can eat it. It's kind of buttery. It's kind of... It's good fat. Good you. It's, Come on. It's, it's supposed to be good, good for you, Chris. Get out, Chris. This is, you know, you know of... what you're doing. You are, you are telling yourself that you had a healthy meal. Come on now. It's, it's healthy, I'm telling you. It's got monounsaturated fat. Waggy beef. Listen to this. Waggy beef is healthy and packed with monounsaturated fatty acids. It's also packed mm. with protein, vitamin, and minerals like iron and vitamin B. And it's really good. You sound you. You like a man shouting up. You sound like a man at the foot Omega of the stairwell at three a.m. shouting up with a kebab in hand at your wife. Said, "Actually, I'm not breaking my diet. I'm eating a healthy <laughs> kebab." <laughs> I think the 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 fat in the the fat in intramuscular fat is actually not that bad compared to the usual fat we know because like mm. if you have a normal steak the fat can be so tough you need like a chainsaw to get through the stuff yeah. whereas with this it sort of melts and it's God, amazing steak. and again God, I oh, love so steak. good this is the steak <laughs> the steak edition she just the do the whole podcast the podcast oh. yeah <laughs> but yeah so I go on the new video I go on a bit of a rant about Wagyu and how it's excessively mm. used and exploited and yeah. well, you, you only ever see like because obviously A five is the best uh, Wagyu steak. When when does anybody advertise like the shit versions like A two or A one or whatever? Like where's <laughs> the where's the crap versions? Nobody ever advertises that. I I would <laughs> happily have an A three every day if it was like tenner. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're so crap nobody advertises. I've seen A four actually. I've seen A four. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean the grading is is to do with the level of fat, right? The marbling, right? And A five, okay. it looks it looks like a joke. It's mostly just fat. Um, yeah, this yeah, is this is making me hungry. We need to stop talking about this. Sorry, yeah. Well, I'm going to have you... to stop the podcast right now and flee to a restaurant. <laughs> spend all have my you, money. Have you seen the? Um, I, I, um, I, I, I actually launched it in this saying that I'm in love um, because. Um, <laughs> This is a sort of news story we spoke about, like uh, maybe a couple of years ago, about the uh, mm. the monster wolf that uh, the Takikawa oh, City um, organisations have uh, put together. This scary wolf, um, and I, I, for some reason, this video was on the BBC website this week, and um, <laughs> it's basically just got loads of videos of this kind of like robot wolf stalking the uh stalking the environs of uh Takakawa City, um scaring off uh, bears from from the food that we've got in, in the uh, in, in the farming communities here. Um and I could not want this more. I could not want a wolf 
that scares bears off more. It's got lights, it screams, and it looks absolutely dreadful. I cannot get enough of it. <laughs> it does look dreadful. It's, it's just a wolf on wheels, and it's got it's red eyes. It's a wolf eyes. on wheels! And for those of you who don't watch on the YouTube version, um, we did just screen a video of it. Uh, it looks terrifying, yeah. not going to lie. It's cool, though. <laughs> What's the purpose of it, then? To frighten the bears, you say? Frighten the bears off, children. yeah. Apparently, apparently more and more local governments. Because, obviously, you know, over COVID, uh, bears have started kind of, like, um, retreating away from their homes and into the cities to get food and stuff uh, because no one's travelling out. Um, and mm. they are obviously... Um, that's rather startling for a lot of communities in Japan, I think it's fair to say. Um, and so um, a lot of governments are, are, are ordering these quite rudimentary, scary wolves that scare the bears off. Um, and uh, it's it, it's crazy stuff, really. It really is absolutely mad. <laughs> You're a rudimentary, scary wolf, Pete. Mm, I am. I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. Four people I, were killed no by way. bears. Yes. Uh, 2021... Yes. Four people oh, were right. killed. Hmm. Ten were injured. You said yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, well, four people were injured by. It. Well, Hokkaido's kind of because obviously um, during the winter months, everybody in Hokkaido uh, kind of they're all out and about skiing and stuff, and people pop up there to do their winter sports and hang out there for the snow festival. You got to watch out for the bears, Chris. You got to watch out for I, the bears. I do. I you know this podcast might as well just be the bear podcast. Unbearable. That's all we talk cool. about. <laughs> Literally one in three. Although, to be fair, we've done a very good job avoiding the tattoo topic for the longest That's time. That's true, yeah. Given that, that true, yeah. one in every, just one in every podcast Emails was, <laughs> episode was about bloody tattoos. So, mm. bears became the new tattoos, but what comes mm. after bears? Exactly. Let us know in the comments, guys, what comes after bears? We've got a story What's this week from Mossa. <laughs> from Mossa, or Moser. He says... Dear duo, duo affables, I live in the UK and I'll be visiting Japan for a month from February to March 2024. Uh, however, I committed a most unfortunate error. Thus, request the might of the duo affables. That sounds so awkward. The duo affables. The affable duo would make more sense, surely. <laughs> After locating and reserving a room in Tokyo at a lovely four-star hotel, I realised to my horror that I'd left my VPN on uh, set to Japan throughout the booking process. Yeah. As a direct result, I've greatly benefited. Oh, why, is, why did you realise to your horror? Both the room rate and choice of currency are in my favour. The payment will be paid at check-in, so the room is not officially mine until I arrive and pay. But then, I opened and the booking confirmation said, uh, it clearly states in the top left and below my name, country of residence, Japan. I was fine mm. with this until I scrolled to the very end of the document and read my room. In the notes section, the first word of the first bullet point is written in no other colour than the utmost serious red and all in caps. It reads, IMPORTANT! At check-in, you must present a valid photo ID with your address, confirming the same name as the lead guest on the booking. With the front desk, uh, Will the front desk realistically... Asked to see proof of address when checking in. Please note, I'm very respectful of other countries and cultures, and I don't want to be a menace at any time. Uh, I also watched several videos by a Canadian YouTuber living in Japan where he promotes his VPN sponsor, saying you can get cheaper hotel prices if you say you're in that country. So I thought it was okay. Thank you for any advice, Mossa, who's worrying about uh, nothing. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think it's, it'll I be mean, all right, it sounds, 
It sounds very much like, um, y- 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 I mean, the message here, I think, from the Roger Pan podcast is never trust a Canadian YouTuber um, because they are liars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, they're, they're obviously, they're not, they're not going to check. They're not going to, um, f- I mean, even if you wrote, if I, I, they're, I think we were on holiday for about three weeks and every single last one um, I wrote my partner's name as um, Sarah Poo Poo or Sarah Farts uh, and I wrote where I was from, you know, Dickhead Avenue. Like, you know, I wrote so many, like, I wrote so many <laughs> fake addresses. They don't know where you live. They don't care where you live. It's just that if you smear poop on the walls, um, they, they, they've got somewhere to sort of, you know, send the uh, send the, the invoice effectively. So, so I wouldn't worry unduly unless you are going to smear um, poop on the walls. Don't do that. Or cook a lobster in a or kettle, a lobster. as happened in man, the story was last year. One of my favourite Abron Japan podcast stories was the man who cooked a, a crab uh, in, in, a, in a hotel <laughs> kettle, which is just good stuff. And, and the, ho- ho- yeah. the hotel room smelt of crabs, and they, the hotel was really pissed about it. So yeah, don't cook a crab imagine. in a kettle. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, really, you don't, you don't have to worry about anything. I don't think you get a price discount using a vpn the only time Mm. you might get a discount or you might find there's rooms available when it doesn't seem like there aren't on is is when like uh you you use japanese on the booking websites so sometimes if you look at a japanese hotel in english it'll be like oh no rooms no rooms available and then you'll switch to japanese put in the exact same date and details and it'll be like oh loads of rooms five rooms (laughs) um some people think that's some sort of like racist kind of it's it's like race it's not it's basically often the english websites are very poorly maintained and there's right staff for a lot of more local rural countryside hotels might not be equipped in the world of it to update or change the english website so it's more to do with that than anything else yeah so Mm. but that's the only time i'd say changing an aspect of a website rather than location but the language Mm. can uh, positively affect your uh, your time in Japan. Why is yeah. Siri t- listening in? Siri's listening. To, Siri's listening to my every word and just. What, you, what, what, what have you said to Siri? He said, "Order some order a hotel room." Yeah, it's. I said <laughs> it, it started recording when I was speaking. It said it's got recorded. Changing an aspect of a weather rather than location of language can possibly affect your air. And Siri, it sort of broke Siri. So we're just right, like, I don't understand. Good. I mean, so, I mean, well what I like about that is that you were giving it the big licks about how Japanese websites are non-functioning, <laughs> and your and your smartphone watch starts absolutely chipping off. It is <laughs> true. It is true. Yeah. But a sad news story this week involving my favourite thing. Well, kind of my favourite thing. My favourite mm. thing, as we all know, in Japan, outside of Wagyu beef burgers, are onsen, hot springs. And while these aren't always hot springs, they are public baths, sento. And the future is looking rather bleak for them, isn't it, Pete? Fill us in. What's it going is. on? This is a centaur. Can you see it on the on the oh, video? I mean, it, it. I mean, they're they're funny little things, aren't they? I, I don't really know where an onsen, um, not that, uh, <laughs> where an onsen ends and a and a centaur starts, which I, I find very very interesting. Well, like it's onsen. It's usually hot spring water, right? It's the water yeah. pumped up from beneath the ground. A, a public bath, a sento, tap, could just, be just tap the water, right? Yeah, just tap water, Which is right, often, okay. often better because it's just nice chlorine. It's just clean. Water, it's just nice but, and clean, not full of sulfur yeah. and stink. Not uh, well, public, ba- yeah. public bathhouses, the um, sento, are swiftly disappearing from Tokyo uh, as the facilities grow older alongside their owners. The number of public baths in the capital almost halved in the past 15 years, 
462 operating as of uh, the end of last year, according to the Metropolitan Government. The uh, figure has dropped by more than 80% since 68, when Centaur were much more popular. And I guess um, a lot of households didn't have any um, bathing facilities in there, so people would sort mm. of attend these massive um, public baths. Um, there's now fewer than one public bathhouse bath per 10,000 people in every municipality in Tokyo except Taito Ward maybe there's Taito Ward maybe there's more there uh, but the operators of, of these bathhouses closed in the last 15 years listed their reason for shutting down mainly um, the facilities were just kind of going to rack and ruin they just didn't have enough money to uh, do them up again um, the um, centre owners also said that they were too old to carry on um, 39 owners uh, said that they couldn't find someone younger to take over the centre uh, and 20 just didn't have enough money to to continue um it's it's an interesting kind of like public bathing facilities is something that we just that is going out you know it just doesn't exist anymore you have these kind of tourist traps in certain countries you know your your classic turkish bathhouse and stuff like that um your lovely um saunas that uh you know have certain connotations in 2023 um uh, and i would say like the uh, like it's it's kind of sad but it's also understandable that um most places uh, most most homes these days do have bathing facilities uh, such as they are maybe maybe through the cost of living crisis and how awful public uh, housing is uh, in the uk certainly maybe we'll be returning to them pretty soon because we certainly can't <laughs> be trusted to keep public housing in any kind of state that's worth living in not in the UK. And, but no, no, I think care. the main issue is... Well, I think COVID really hit them hard, right? Right. People were not willing to share public bath spaces, whether it's a centre or a hot True. spring. When I went and did a documentary at a Ryokan a few months ago, um, hmm. they were really lucky because while a lot of Ryokans got badly hit during COVID, this one had like a private bath in every room and their business hmm. did really well as a result. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, Sento were more like a... I think they were kind of... a sort of made out of necessity in many respects. Mm. And so people had to go to them, as you say. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm t- just in the last video that came out, we filmed in an apartment that's like the tiniest apartment in Tokyo. And it had no uh, shower in the apartment. There's no bath or mm. shower. And you had to use a Sento with that place, right? Around the corner. Right. 300 yen a pop quite pricey um but still cheap still still good by the standards of living in central tokyo in a tiny <laughs> apartment i guess so yeah i think it was more necessity in the post-war era they're, they're just not needed anymore people have nice baths at home and i right. wouldn't really i do like sento for the aesthetic design and the aspect of it but um i i prefer onsen for the more relaxation more relaxation re mm. more relaxing more relaxation aspect. please i'm trying yeah. to combine two words relaxing and relaxation and it's just not work <laughs> it doesn't work create any words um would it be fair to say though chris that there seems to be um more ornate kind of like um pictures and stuff on the walls in a public bathhouse compared to an onsen an onsen always seems quite wooden and stripped down and 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 the actual kind of like the 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 um mm. attractiveness comes from like you know being outside or you know seeing a nice mountain or something but public bathhouses are quite functional but they've got nice paintings up i think i, I remember sort of seeing they do, a, yeah, yeah. A couple of, um, uh, I'll, I'll bring up wrestling again, but there was a couple of um, wrestling shows that took place in a public bathhouse rather amusingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's uh, yeah, good. they have a beautiful murals of like Mount Fuji and the, the sea and mm. stuff. But yeah, Sentos are quite inwardly facing because they're often yeah. very cramped 
densely populated areas, right, where there's not much else going on. Um, whereas hot springs are in the middle of a forest or by a waterfall or by a canyon. So, yeah, I think it's another reason I like onsen for the scenery that goes with it. So very different vibe. But I do like yeah. Sento. I've only made one video in a Sento, and it was in uh, mm. Kagoshima. And that was quite fun. Um, so if you want to go and see it, I think it's called 24 Hours in Kagoshima. And in the thumbnail, you can see me sort of draped over the edge of the bath. And um, <laughs> that was cool. They had like a 1950s massage chair where you basically massage yourself. It's like a little screw and you sort of sit in it and you sort of twist it around like this. And it gives you a massage. And it is kind cool. of cool. I like that. Yeah, A lot awesome. of effort, though. Give me an automatic <laughs> massage machine any day. Uh, we'll be back to this moment, guys. Do the comments, stories and questions over in the fax machine. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolson? We certainly have got some messages. Uh, dear, are you YouTuber? And Chris, uh, one bag holiday, Pete. Um, <laughs> one bag holiday. <laughs> one bag holiday, Pete. Um, one bag holiday. So I think a brilliant. Because he brought one bag to Japan. 
Yeah. One back to Japan, baby. <laughs> this question is something I haven't uh, really heard be asked yet, especially on the tourist side of things. I moved to Tokyo from Canada, and as the novelty of Japan is slowly exiting vacation mode and getting more into regular routine territory, uh, I've noticed I have no daily and healthy activities. I've definitely um, sort of not necessarily spent a lot of time in gyms, let's say. Uh, gym is out because of my <laughs> tattoos. Sports are out because of my language abilities. Any suggestions? I want an activity that's good for my soul and my mind. Um... I would, uh, and, he's, and, and Mars is uh, from Toronto and now Tokyo, uh, is asking uh, for activities that um, will keep uh, Mars active, good for the soul and the mind. Um, how do you all fill your time, uh, Chris? Does uh, Charlotte have any recommendations mm. good for Canadians? Is there a Canada um, specific? I'm thinking ice hockey. Um, what other things do? <laughs> I mean, shoveling snow is probably quite a big ga- deal yeah. uh, around about this time. <laughs> Up in North Japan for sure. Yeah. I, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm the master of mm. poor routines. I, I really want a routine where I get up at 7 a.m. I do mm. meditation for 20 minutes. I do 100 press-ups. I write a book, yeah. you know. But I sort of get up at like 11. I go, oh, now I've lost the morning. I drink like a gallon of coffee to, yeah. to cancel out the sleep apnea effects of brain fog. And then I sort of eat some burgers, and that's my day. So you've, you've asked the question to the wrong person here. This is this is not a question I can maybe, answer. Maybe try a standing desk, Chris. <laughs> Isn't that the thing that people panic on one of those um, big uh, inflatable balls people jump about on. That could be good. One thing yeah. I do do is walk. I do like walking. Um, I've got, my new thing is to listen to music while walking. I've forgotten mm. the simple joys of music. I've been listening to Apex Twin for a nineties electronic band. Apex uh, Twin in in Japan. It's a, it's a very uh, Intense experience, isn't it? Come to dance, you know all that. <laughs> I don't listen to that song. That's a terrible song, um, <laughs> a horrible song. But if you want to see the most frightening music video in the world, that's very well made, admittedly, but it will chill you to your bone. Go and watch mm. "Come to Daddy" by Aphex Twin. Daddy. It's 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 directed by Chris Cunningham, incredible artist. Mm. Um, but you will not be able to sleep after that video. We got a story <laughs> from Sam. He says, Hello, Chunibyo, Chris, and Penis Pete. Lovely, Uh-oh. lovely stuff. I've been, <laughs> I've been watching your channel since I was 15. I took a break for about two or three years. Don't know why. Life, I guess. And when I came back, I felt like I landed in an alternate dimension. Uh, all the YouTubers have changed. Uh, some of them are in different <laughs> countries. You and Charlotte are engaged, and now you're some kind of fitness influencer. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't watched, been watching this year, Sam. It was yeah. last year, yeah. I was a fitness influencer <laughs> for about six months. That didn't end so well. But uh, I'm happy for you all in a weird way. It feels like we've grown up together, definitely. I only recently mm. found out about the podcast, which I binge now regularly. Happy to see what you've done with the channel and excited to read your book. Now, Chuck, the sentimentality's in the bin. I've got a question for you. It's been my dream to live in Japan, but I'm now married and a bit of a homestead fanatic. I've got chickens, and I'd I'd love to expand on having goats, ducks, and even a cow. Oh, get some black cattle, kuroge, wagyu, here we come. How easy (laughs) or hard is this to do in Japan? Oh, boy. Do you know any foreigners with a little home farm in their countryside? Thank you for keeping me company on my hour-long drive to work. Sam... From Colorado. Uh, well, it's time for Clarkson's farm. Time for Sam's farm. I, it would be difficult, I think, to pull this off in Japan. Chickens are durable. Goats, durable. Ducks, durable. Don't know about a cow. That might be a bit more tricky. I think you could do it. Mm. I think you could do it. 
take the cow out of the equation and you could have the, the farm you deserve. There's lots of lovely countryside spots. Just south of Sendai, there's a place called Zal, which uh, is famous for Fox Village, amongst other things, and cheese. But mm. there's lots of little farms there. Uh, people live comfortably with their chickens. And it's got a good community. You can get, like, fresh chicken and fresh eggs and things like that. So the culture does exist. But make no mistake, I think it would be pretty pretty tricky without Japanese to pull it off. Right, Pete? Do you want to make a farm? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some lovely um, kind of uh, almost abandoned homes that either have outstanding finance on them or they just they just don't have anyone to sort of take them on. Um, I, I, it's a really idyllic sort of idea of just living in the middle of nowhere, eating rice that's grown on the land. One of my highlights of um, being <laughs> in that little Airbnb in Mount Asso is that they left a little um, bag of rice um, that obviously is, you know, they, they basically said their their big selling point is that they're not using pesticides and stuff like that. Mm. And you, I'm not saying you could test the difference, but it was genuinely lovely rice that we cooked in their rice cooker and stuff lovely like rice. For us. So it was just a really idyllic. I could, I could. I'm not the kind of out in the sticks eating chickens, you know, kind of vibe kind of guy. <laughs> um, but I, I could, I think I could definitely see myself. But at the foot of Mount Assor, the only thing I've got to fear is a the odd earthquake or a volcano or something. But uh, other yeah. than that, I think um, other than that, I'd absolutely love that. But yeah, I think um, not knowing Japanese would be a big. Uh, I, I think, but um, would it not be clear as, as long as you got the house and got the home and got set up on your homestead, you could probably get by with just you know working your land and not talking to anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, like, don't let me dissuade you from your dreams. I don't want to be too British, like mm. steady on Icarus, keep your fucking dreams to yourself, yeah. British people. Like do what you want, go make a farm in Japan. Do you do want. it. I'll make a video about it. I'll, I'll I'll vlog it and be like, look at Sam, and he lives out here and he has a chicken. I'll I'll vlog it, Sam. So do it, do it. Genuinely, yeah. I think it'd be quite fun. I don't know enough foreigners <laughs> who do cool stuff like that. You know, yeah. Uh, it's it's really fun when you meet like a foreign person who's like lived in Japan ten years and done something obscure. You know, mm. so you could be that guy, Sam. You could be that guy. We have got one last question from <laughs> Timothy. It says, "LA Chris and Pete riding on a train on the way from Hakone to Tokyo right now. I have but two quick questions. First, have you tried the new shrimp McNuggets at Donald's? They're delicious. No. <laughs> Second, how does the Japanese alphabetizing system work? I've been to two different. This is not a quick question. I've been to two different record stores <laughs> looking for music, and the layout eludes me. Is it left to right, up to down?" Uh, is it Ai Ue or Sashi Suceso and so on? For instance, an older but great band called X Japan, would that be under E as in Xu Japan or X mm. as in X? I eventually stumbled on a few things I wanted, but I never did figure out, figure out how it works. Thanks for the content, Timothy. Funnily enough, Timothy, I want to know the exact same thing because I, right. <laughs> I started collecting like records like everyone does when they're bored. I started collecting records and I went to Tower Records in Shibuya and for the love of God, I couldn't work out what was going on with the records. It was, like, really weird. Mm. I couldn't find where anything was. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you know Pete? You like music. There was, you like your music. There was a... Um, um, there was... Um, there's a, there's a um, retro um, video game enthusiast called uh, Metal Jesus uh, Rocks on YouTube, who was a friend mm. of uh, a girl called Kinsey, who moved to, uh, we spoke about before, she moved to Kyoto to work for a video game company called Chuhai Labs. And uh, he cool. was oh, in Osaka doing some um, doing some um, filming uh, with Kinsey. And uh, th- like he was exactly the same. He was like looking for specific video games in these kind of like second-hand video game stores. And it's just bewildering. Um, his advice is just um, <laughs> find the Japanese 
copy uh, find the Japanese artwork of your um, of the game you want to find and and hunt it out that way because obviously you know Japanese covers are different to to to, to, to the um, Western uh, releases as well. But yeah, yeah I mean like uh, like going down like Mandrake and seeing all like the manga all sort of like on the shelves it's really hard to figure out where like in what i i realize it it must be um the the vowels or the the or the lettering system that that you start with but how how that's ordered i haven't got a bloody clue to be honest and it's above yeah. my pay grade <laughs> it's 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 a mystery it's a mystery that a mystery. we will try and unravel we'll never, in future episodes. We'll never, yeah, that'll, that'll be our next job. And in a few weeks' time, we'll figure it out and we'll let you know. <laughs> we will. But until that day, Timothy, mm. keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to bornjapanpodcast at gmail.com. Comment below, hashtag fax machine mm. in the YouTube comment section. We might pick Have you tried the shrimp nuggets? Out. Have you tried the shrimp nuggets? Hashtag no, fax machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try them. That sound, they sound kind of awful, but. <laughs> if, if Tim says they're delicious then maybe they're delicious yeah. we'll go and try them but for now guys have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast bye for now have a great week bye bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started